0: Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jodi Harrison-Bauer. Jodi used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jodi will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jodi Harrison-Bauer.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison-Bauer, and happy Thursday. I am so excited about this show today because I am an astrology junkie, and I've been this way for a really long time. I'm a Capricorn for anybody who cares. I had a birthday in December. Yes, it was a big 6-0, and it's just always fascinated me, and I've never let it rule my life, but I've always found it super fascinating to see who I connect with and who are the people that are most prevalent in my life and most important in my life. And, you know, it just like what works, what doesn't work. And, you know, part of it is their personality, nurture versus nature and all that stuff. But it's just fascinating to me. And because Valentine's Day is on Sunday, whether you celebrate it or not, or think it's a dumb holiday or whatever, yeah, I just, I just love talking about love and connections and who's attracted to who for what reason. And I have Tara Tsuji on my show today, who I connected with on Instagram because I just loved her Instagram account, and it was called Capricorn Content. And I just loved what she posted. She's also an activist, which I love. So she's there to help others feel empowered. And as you know, this show is all about educating, empowering, and inspiring. So when I actually got to talk to Tara, I realized wow, I've got to have you on my show. We've got to share all the information that you've created over like the last year and a half, two years or so. And so, welcome to the show, Tara.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to chat with you today.
1: I know. I feel like we've known each other for so long. Maybe it's because of the Capricorn <laughs> thing. I don't know. Who knows what it is? Yes.
2: I think but, the first time we talked, I already felt like I had known you for 10 years. <laughs> I know.
1: And I forgot to read your bio, but I think that I pretty much touched on everything at the beginning. And I I wanted to get right into it uh, so everybody understands, you know, if you're, if you're into astrology or not, um, I just still think it's interesting because the more we educate ourselves on things out there we could say okay I educated myself on this but this isn't for me you know and fooey to that uh, so what brought you your interest to astrology what got you interested in
2: it Gosh, it has been a whole journey. (laughs) A very Mm -hmm. interesting one. Um, I actually didn't used to believe in astrology at all. I just thought it was totally fake. Um, It didn't really resonate with me. And a lot of that came from the fact that um, what I knew of astrology was um, a lot of sort of the more general things and, and a lot of things from people who weren't necessarily Capricorns. So being a Capricorn, a lot of what I saw information wise was just about, oh, Capricorns are just obsessed with money and they just want success. And that's all they care about. And that's not me. And that didn't resonate with me. I'm I'm definitely a very driven person. But to say that it's all about money or success, just it didn't make sense to me. And even when I would tell people that I was a Capricorn, they'd say, what? No, you're not a Capricorn. There's no way. And so I just always used to think, no, it can't be real because look, I'm, I'm not this at all. Um, excuse and me then, one, sec,
1: one second. Yeah. So Capricorn, the dates are December 23rd to
2: 22nd, 22nd, to January
1: 19th. And your birthday, I believe
2: is. I'm getting that right. Cause it did change a few years back, but I'm pretty sure that those are the new dates.
1: Okay. And your birthday is January 14th. Okay. So oh, same, I'm more same day as my sister towards
2: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So it's more towards that kind of Aquarius side as well. Yes. Okay. Which I, is um, very interesting too, because my mother is an Aquarius. So I'm very yeah. close to her. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you are. Um, yeah. Okay. I
2: didn't mean to interrupt you. So go I ahead. I you're, so you're fine. Yes. Uh, so actually, um, I started getting into it because I started following a bunch of astrology meme accounts. Um that were posting things that I just thought were really funny. And I actually found a few Capricorn posts that I related to. And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's me. And so it got me more interested. Um, and so I kind of started looking into it and, and doing more research. Um, and still a lot of what I was seeing that was posted by other people didn't resonate. It was really once I started diving in and learning more about that on my own and learning about that from more of an unbiased sort of perspective because everybody has their biases everybody's got a sign that they're like oh you know Gemini or Capricorn or Leos or whatever you know um but once I started doing that research on my own that's what got me really interested in it and I sort of started collecting all of this information Saving all of these memes, the Capricorn memes that I found that I really loved, I would save them all to my phone, even though I had nowhere to send them because I didn't have any close Capricorn friends. And um, there came a time when my dad got really sick and he was um, on his way to passing away. And I started focusing more on astrology as a way to sort of distract myself somewhat. Um, but also sort of as a way to comfort myself a bit. Um, Something for me to be able to understand myself better, understand the journey that I was on better, and and just kind of to decompress a bit as well. So spending all of my time either working or spending time with my family and my dad trying to make sure I got enough time in before he passed. Um, So eventually one day, I have all of this information and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. And so I decided I'll just start an Instagram account, partly to just get the memes off my phone, (laughs) cluttering up my camera roll. Um, Partly just as, as somewhere to sort of save all of this and maybe somebody will see it and also resonate with it. Because I knew that if I was feeling that way about being a Capricorn, like feeling really misunderstood and, and not seen that, there has to be other people too. And if I could make even one other person feel seen and understand themselves better, that would be wonderful. And that's really all I wanted with it, just maybe to make one person smile. And so I I started putting memes up and just posting things that resonated with me. And the more that I get into the journey, the more that I kind of um, create some of my own content as well. It started just as a really curation of of other people's work that I liked and that I enjoyed, And a lot of it is still that giving a platform to other creators. Um, And, and now I've started creating some of my own as well as I sort of learn more about. I've noticed that. And I'm so happy that you
1: took all that information and that's such a smart idea. Like, I don't think a lot of people think, wait a minute, I'm super interested in this, this topic. Surely somebody else would be interested and let me throw it up on on Instagram to see what sticks, like what resonates. Even if it's, I get one follower, right, <laughs> yes. that it resonates with and change his or her life because maybe they do feel misunderstood based on when they were born and their sign. And yeah. I think that's such a lovely thing to do and super authentic. I mean, you know, you didn't put it up there with anything like, oh, I, I, I hope I make money from this. This is just. You had all these memes on your phone. You're like, okay, I'm just going to dump them onto Instagram. <laughs> and yeah. you, I think the reason that you're so successful on this account is because it did come from your heart. Yeah, and it, you know, you really wanted to help people.
2: Yeah i I can't think of any other reason why. <laughs> And it, it really makes me so happy to see that it has become a community and a place where people do come and feel seen. And I never imagined it would be a whole community. I never, ever thought that that would come at all. I remember getting excited at 200 followers. I couldn't believe there were 200 people that I was able to make smile and maybe feel a bit seen. And it's so much more wonderful now, even to see how many people really resonate with all of that.
1: Do you feel like you've empowered them when if I'm sure they've reached out to you in their DMs and said, thank you, or even on your feed saying, thank you. But do you feel like you've given them hope or empowered them with the knowledge of, hey, you know, if you've been misunderstood based on being a Capricorn, like you don't have to, here's all the knowledge you have just, right?
2: Yeah, I I think so. And I would, I would, Greatly hope so. Um, I do get get messages, I get comments and DMs um, of people thanking me and and saying how much you know they've loved seeing what I put up. Um, which is always really encouraging to me and uh, is a thing that makes me cry often. I'm not usually a crier like in public, um, but usually I'm at home when I'm reading those and I will start tearing up and crying. My I could. what's wrong? Yeah,
1: no, I could feel like your emotion. I could see it on your face that you are emotional. And I love that because it truly speaks of how big your heart is. So for we Capricorns have really big hearts. We might seem we really hard on the outside, <laughs> but we're really mushy in the inside. So if we you're with are. a Capricorn, don't judge them for being a hard ass on the outside because we're really, yeah. we try. We're, we just try to put that hard shell on the outside. So it. So you're also involved. You know, I, I've obviously have been following you, and what made you um, start posting about? being an activist, like you've always been an activist. So what yeah. when was that time where you decided, I am, you know what, I want people to know who what what's important to me. Yes, I want to put the information out there about being a Capricorn and the mis- misunderstandings of being a Capricorn, but I also want to empower people and educate people about being active in their community and what matters in in life,
2: in society. Yeah, it was, it was kind of within the last year, um, you know, everything that's been happening in the world, you know, we've got a global pandemic, we have all sorts of protests and, you know, just terrible things happening constantly that has really been what I've seen to be this kind of awakening for people. A lot of people who, maybe didn't know as much of what was going on or hadn't been speaking up as much. And, you know, I have been involved in a lot of activism throughout my life um, but I've never had a platform like this. And I started realizing when all of this was happening and it was like, okay, this is like a revolutionary time and this is really big. And I actually have a platform now um, or, you know, a big platform. That's not just my, my personal thing where I can reach a lot of people. And I want to be able to reach a lot of people because people want to learn, and and maybe even some people who aren't ready to learn, it might just be a good little seed, something that, you know, plants within their mind somewhere and can grow into something bigger, and I wanted to empower other people, too, you know, a lot of these things, it's, it's hard, it's hard to do activism, it's uncomfortable, you're having hard conversations, you're showing up to protests, you're doing a lot of work, and that can feel not only difficult and scary, but sometimes a bit lonely if you don't know where to start and you haven't been involved in that anymore. And so I wanted to also use my community as a way to be able to make people feel comfortable and empowered in being able to go out and do these things too. See, I absolutely, I mean,
1: when you were talking, I was getting chills because you're 31 years old and to realize you're not, you know, you're not, 20, you're 31, you're a young woman. And to realize that you have this community, you have this platform that you created authentically. And now you're, you say, wow, you know, I want to empower people more. I have a platform. Let me use it in a positive way. And I, that was the other thing that I loved about your account, that it wasn't just about Capricorns. You were also, you know, sprinkling in bits and pieces about what's going on in the world. Hey guys, here's an educational, you know, post about this and go support these people or whatever your posts were. And I thought that was beautiful. And I think more people who have a really strong community and following should use that as a platform to help others and empower others the education the empowerment the inspiring so you've got the capricorn content which is cute and funny and serious and sad and you know all over the place but then you you're like this is me even though we don't see a picture of you anywhere <laughs> um, but this is we get we get a feel for your personality and i just i applaud you for using this in such a positive way
2: well, thank you. thank None. you I, I really appreciate that. it's it's also not always easy, you know and and um I mean, you know it's not easy for anyone, but it's also very difficult sometimes to be on that journey when you do have a big platform as well because you do even get some scary things, you know, scary yes. messages, scary yeah. comments and things like that. Thank you for which- being
1: so thank you for being so brave to do that because <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people do and so Again, I applaud you. Um, I wanted to play this song to move into our our love our love stuff. And like I said, Tara is thirty one to my sixty, so maybe some of you will know this song. Okay, here. I don't know if it. Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah everywhere I look around. Okay. So I was telling Tara before the show that that came out in 78. So I was 17 years old. So um, she, you probably weren't even a <laughs> thought at that time. Anyway, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about love signs. So we're here because... I know that I've always looked at, what's my love match? What's my love match? And actually, it's the man that I'm married to. They say my love match was a Taurus as a Capricorn. So mm-hmm. we're both earth signs. And I always thought that that was very weird. Um, but what are, let's go over some of the signs that you have that are, and and give us some attributes or what are some love matches that, that you can share with us?
2: Yeah. So... For, of course, this is going to be based on sun sign. And I always like to preface with that because um, I think it's really important that everybody learns about their full chart because you have so much there and it gives so much more insight. Um, and not everyone even knows that there's anything past a sun sign. Yeah, I know I didn't know anything. past. I didn't know either. Sign. I didn't
1: either. I didn't know either. I just had my chart done a few months ago. And I, that's when I found out that I was a stellium. Capricorn. Yeah. Person. Yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm a Capricorn times three, which is really scary. <laughs> That's um, a lot of Capricorn. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Capricorn in me. And the um, this, you know, and I never realized that that was considered Capricorn was considered my sun sign. So I'm glad that you said that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's really interesting distinction once you sort of get into that and learn kind of what each of those signs mean with each of the placements of the planets. Um, it's really amazing and really beautiful. And there's even so much more you can do with that with compatibility as well. So if anybody doesn't know their full chart, I would really, really recommend that they go look at that. There's a bunch of basically to kind of Google, um, you know, birth chart, there's a lot of different websites. Cafe astrology is great. There's even a book, Secret Language of Birthdays, that goes into a lot of this. I think I use cafe astrology. It helps if you know where you were born
1: and the time is really important. Yes. So if you can ask your moms always know when their kids were born. So but if your mom's <laughs> yes. not around, um, luckily mine still is, but I happen to have my um my birth certificate, such a weird thing. Um, but yeah, look at your birth certificate. So yeah, so give, us, give us some love compatibilities. Yes.
2: So the best compatibilities, some of the um, easiest ones and the ones that really flourish without a whole lot of work. And this is across the board for um, all of the signs. So Two signs that are the same. So Capricorn and Capricorn, for example, that's a really good match. It's one of those, um, when people kind of talk about a relationship just being so easy, like it just it just flows. It's so easy. You understand each other. You're on the same page. I've never had that. I have not either. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard about it and I have yeah. friends who have had that. And typically that is when people are the same sign. Um, similarly when you are um, with somebody who's in the same element. So two earth signs like you and your husband are a great example of that. So all of the earth signs are very similar. We have a lot of the kind of foundational basics um, that string us together and make us um, who we are. And then we also have some differences as well. So that's when you get a little bit of the, you know, variance. Um, For me, I think I've never ended up with another Capricorn because it would be too boring for me. I I want some difference, <laughs>
1: right? Right, and and my uh, I was married in my first marriage. I was married to a Virgo, so uh, it's you know. As I mentioned to you, I, I guess I like to be really grounded. But it does. I will say, I will say out loud that it does get boring to be married to another Earth sign. There is some very boring time. Sorry, guys, but yeah, there there is. But then there's that incredible deep grounding which I guess it depends on your side, like what or what you're looking for in somebody. Do you want that excitement all the time or do you want to feel safe and grounded? And I guess for me, it was always that safe and grounded feeling.
2: Yeah, that's a wonderful feeling to have. And you're so right. It's so dependent on what someone's looking for, what they need in their life, what they need personally, um, or even just at the moment, even if we're looking at friendships. Um, So those Those can be really good, really wonderful relationships, those matchups with your same um, element or your same sign. And if that's not something that you're looking for, the other really great match is your polarity. So it's the person who's on the exact opposite side so when you see the astrology sort of wheel and you see all the signs it's going to be the one that's right across from yours um so for Capricorn that's actually cancer which Mm -hmm. I love because cancer is a water sign and I feel like at least in my life from what I have seen I love my water signs I
1: love (laughs) my water signs
2: too oh that makes so much sense it does there are more of those Um, emotional and creative, and um, they really, they kind of balance out um, sort of the way that we have a lot more like focus. A lot of times we're a lot Um, by the book you know we like rules we like things to kind of have a place and this is the way that we do it so you get those water signs coming in and they're like oh let's think outside the box you know and they get really creative and they they open you up a lot more to thinking about things that you might not have let's let's mention who the water signs are oh yes so the water signs we've got cancer aquarius and pisces
1: no aquarius is air isn't it
2: Aquarius air. I, oh, so I thought it was. Let's see. Is it, it's Scorpio. <laughs>
1: Is it Scorpio? Um, Scorpio Cancer and Pisces, right?
2: Oh yes. Yeah, you're right. Scorpio. I always get those ones mixed up because to me sometimes Scorpio feels a bit more like a fire sign to me. I think because they are very, very passionate. Yes. So I get those ones a little bit mixed up. And I also having an Aquarius mother, I tend to think it's water sign because she's a lot more emotional and creative. <laughs>
1: wow. Wow. So she, Aquarius. So let's start that. So, and then we'll, we'll f- finish this. So Aquarius is an air sign. The other two air signs are. The other two
2: are now, see, these are ones where I'm bad at memorizing things. So I'm going to pull this up. Our other air signs are Gemini and Libra.
1: Okay. So that's those signs, generally speaking, do they, are they compatible? Oh, you were talking? Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, you can find compatibilities in almost all of the signs, really depending on what you're looking for. Um, Those direct opposites, it it is usually going to be like, it would be Earth and water, and then the fire and air typically. Um, But again, it depends on sort of what you're looking for. With those uh, polarity ones, you get a lot of the sort of yin and yang. There's a lot of balance there. While you do have a lot of differences, there are also some underlying similarities as well. And the way that those differences show up is really in a way that isn't it's not clashing, if that makes sense. It's not something that's really difficult. Um, it's typically something that is just a lot more peaceful and able to bring in those new perspectives and that sort of balance without having it be really difficult.
1: That's that's really interesting. I was just thinking of my parents, and they were uh, Pisces and Aries, so water and fire. Oh. Yeah, that wow, interesting combination right yes. there you know, for 51 years, and uh you wouldn't normally think that they would be compatible, right? Because they're yeah. not polar opposites and they're not the same element.
2: Yeah, which, which is a very, very interesting um, sort of concept that I've been looking into and researching a lot um which is the quincunx signs. Yes. Um and I
1: want to talk about I want to talk about those. Um we're going to be taking a break in a few minutes. We've got about 3 more minutes left before and I don't want I want to talk about that, but I want to finish the um the compatibility of the the signs. So the opposites are would be air fire, water, earth.
2: Yes. Typically it and- Typically, that's what it is, but it's basically just those ones directly across on the chart.
1: Okay. But again, we want everybody to know that it, you know, this could give you like a little um, map to maybe finding that perfect, and I say that in air quotes, your perfect compatibility, romantic, or friend person. But, you know, again, what Tara said at the beginning, it depends on, where you are in life, what you're looking for right now. So it's just a little bit of a direction. And again, I like to think about the people that I'm attracted to, who I'm friends with. When I say attracted to, like friends that I that are in my life. And do you, when you look around and see the people that you love and that are around you, are they of? Is there a majority of a certain sign or a certain element around you?
2: You know, I have found I have a lot of Libras in my life. Um, I've got some Scorpios. I, I tend to sort of have these groupings that I didn't even realize before, you know, and, and when you start looking into it, you start sort of seeing these patterns of things. And um, when I started researching sort of those compatibility um, factors as well, I started looking and seeing those things in my life like um. Gemini and Capricorn are one that are a very interesting pairing that can be uh, so wonderful and um, something that gives a lot of perspective. And when I started learning about the way that looks together, I thought, huh, who do I know that's a Gemini? And I realized one of my really good friends with a Gemini and it suddenly clicked. And I'm like, oh, that all makes sense. Wow. That all makes sense.
1: And so it, it is helpful for that. I love that. I love that. We're going to go take a break now. And please stay with us. Join us because we are going to be talking about. Go ahead, Tara. Quinkunks. Yes. Quinkunk so, signs. <laughs> yes. This is really, really interesting. So stand by. We'll see you in a few minutes and uh, we'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jodi talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jodi Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jodi Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to jodyfit.com to purchase the JodyFit Fit Meal Plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hey,
1: everybody, welcome back. We are talking about love is in the air, uh, air, water, where else? air, water, earth, and fire. So we are talking to Tara, who has an Instagram account called Capricorn Content. And she's a bit of a, I I don't know if you would refer to yourself as an astrology guru. Uh, (laughs) Right? I mean, I I know that you're pretty humble about this whole
2: thing. I'm definitely still learning. So I'm not any sort of trained astrologer yet. I would say at the moment, I am an astrology enthusiast. I'm on a journey of learning and figuring this all out. I love that. Yeah. So
1: um, anybody who's listening, we know a lot about uh, Tara knows a lot about astrology, but she doesn't want you to think that, you know, she's this guru expert person because we're always learning we're always evolving but she knows a ton more than I do so we are going to talk about something that really a lot of people don't talk about they call the quincunx quincunx pairings and they are I'm going to have you explain it to our audience what they are.
2: So it is signs that are five signs apart Um, so it's almost the polarity, but one backwards. Um, Or you have um, two essentially. So you have one on either side since it's five. So five before and five after. Um, And it was really interesting in all of my research, this is one that seems to be really overlooked and not talked about a lot. And I found it really interesting that um, some of the resources I found were talking really negatively about it, which Kind of also goes into a lot of the experiences that I have personally that had sort of um, turned me off to astrology was um, a lot of, you know, sometimes those negative things that I didn't really identify with. And that was very true for the Quincunx signs when I saw a lot of people said, Listen, don't even try it. Don't, don't, you don't want to be friends with your Quincunx signs. Definitely don't want to try for love. Um, And the reason being is that it's hard. You have to put in a lot of work. Uh, Quincunx signs are typically like, when you see a couple that is kind of that oddball pairing where people are just like, how did those two end up together? Like people you would just never think of and you just see it and they just work so well together that is this exactly Quinkunks are those oddball couples and those oddball friends and i think that's kind of why a lot of people seem to shy away from that uh typically there are the people that you have less in common with and might even be so vastly different that it's not even necessarily so much of that yin and yang kind of balance um instead you have more of the Very different perspective and very different
1: personality. See, so Uh, that to me, the perspective and the personality, how can those people get along? You know, what, what, where is the commonality there? Why would they be attracted to each other, whether it's a friendship or it's
2: romantically? So typically, the attraction comes from wanting to learn and grow. These are the people that really push you outside of your comfort zone. They give you perspectives and ideas that are things that are so out of your normal realm of thinking that it's massive growth for you. Um, Typically people who are attracted to these relationships are very open-minded and very excited to learn and grow as a person, which is why I think this is really interesting too, because I see worldwide we are shifting towards this growth mentality i see it everywhere people want to learn they want to grow they want to get better and big growth happens outside your comfort zone and that's exactly what these relationships are it's it's outside of the comfort zone to begin with but once you actually start putting in the work and getting to know these people these are going to be some of the best relationships that you've had and that's why i think they're really important so give us some
1: examples of these. let I'm just going to call them because the quincux pairings, um, some odd pairings, for example, because you say yeah. that's referred to as the original odd couple. Yeah, right? yes. Right? Yeah, it is. So give us some examples um, of the different pairings. We could start yeah. with Capricorn.
2: Yeah, let's start with Capricorn. So Capricorns are Gemini and Leo. So this was the one that got me really excited as well, because I have the one at least one that I know of, but I have the one Gemini friend and I thought, Oh my gosh. Yeah, we are so different. And yet he has been this friend that has been a huge growth catalyst for me. I mean, he has just inspired me so much and taught me so much. And probably as somebody that if we had just randomly met somewhere, we might've not ever even talked. Um, and similarly leo my father was a leo and we did have some commonalities but we also had a lot of differences as well but we were able to push through those you know it's it's always difficult and it's always hard to be able to learn in those situations and once you get to that place it's really beautiful so with leo um leos are really really drawn to the spotlight Um, Capricorns typically tend to kind of struggle with spotlight a lot of times. Um, A big part of the Capricorn journey is usually kind of a self-acceptance, but also accepting of others seeing you for who you are. Um, And Leo is able to really help with that. They're going to push you. They're going to push you to learn to be in that spotlight and do those uncomfortable things that are ultimately going to be really good for you. And on the flip side, because Leo is very used to taking that that place in the spotlight and that place on stage and in front capricorn is able to teach leo how to take a step back be in a supporting role and let others step into that limelight as well so it's it's really beautiful because they're important lessons for each
1: wow I, yeah. that's really really interesting you have an example of a, a great pairing right yeah, I think you should. Yes, yes,
2: Capricorn and Leo. So, my favorite pairing is Michelle and Barack Obama. She is a Capricorn and he is a Leo. And they are a great example of when someone has been in that relationship and really learned how to learn from each other and grow from each other and it becomes this power couple. I mean, now looking at them, you would never even know that they're, you know, this oddball pairing as far as their signs go. They've got the
1: dance going on right now. They're like, they've meshed together.
2: Yeah. And I truly believe that I'm sure there has been a lot of growth in their relationship that came from that and that came from that learning and understanding and constantly pushing each other to have more drive and out of their comfort zones to be able to, continue learning and growing. It, that's
1: It's very interesting because I wonder if it's a, a conscious effort for somebody, like if somebody knew what their sign was and said, I am going to see if this could work because I do find this person interesting. I could grow from that person. So I'm, I was, as you were telling me what the signs were, Leo and for Capricorn, it was Leo mm-hmm. and Gemini, Gemini. Okay. And I've never had a Leo in my life. Well, no, I think I do. And my daughter's a Gemini. So it's very, it's very interesting. Um, What's what's
2: another pairing? um so another one would be let's talk about gemini's one since we just mentioned gemini so gemini has um scorpio as its other quincunx um and this is a really interesting one too because a gemini is typically a lot more laid back you know they're very creative um they kind of have this duality to them scorpio is typically very intense personality i mean they're like They're very fiery. This is why I always kind of think that they're a fire sign because they they have these very fiery personalities, these very bold personalities. Um, And they're also very intuitive. And because they are typically so aware of who they are they are very decisive geminis have a really hard time being decisive um their their moods can sort of change based on the input that they're getting and what they're doing at that time so it can be hard for them to kind of um decide on something and stick with that so scorpio is a really good pairing for them to balance that out sort of bring them back around and say okay Let's do it. Let's make a decision and kind of push them into committing to those types of things. Um, it's, it's a really beautiful one.
1: Yeah. And um, what are a few other ones? Do you, know, do you know any couples? Do you know any famous couples that we might know that are that pairing? I know I'm putting you on the spot here.
2: You know, I don't. Okay. I am a little bit bad at keeping up with famous people's signs as much. Uh, I happened to know uh, Michelle and Brox because I am obsessed with Michelle Obama, of course, mm-hmm. as her being a Capricorn. And so I've kind of known theirs for a while and was excited to see that that was a quincunx. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So what's the next pairing? This is so exciting. Um, I'm finding this so interesting.
2: <laughs> I'm so glad. I love this. Uh, so Leo's other quincunx is Pisces, which I absolutely love this one together. Um, so Pisces is, of course, a very gentle person. They are very emotionally attuned. They are so gentle and so kind. Um, so they are really able to sort of teach Leo to um, be kind to others. And not that Leo is not kind, but be a little bit softer is the word I'm looking for. And Leo is a a fire
1: sign and Pisces is water. Okay.
2: Yes. Yep. So you get that kind of balance there of that. Um, And Leo is also able to teach Pisces because they are really gentle and emotional. They can be, um, they can have a hard time standing up for themselves. And Leo is great standing up for themselves so they're able to teach Pisces as well how to be able to have that confidence in standing up for themselves if they need to wow okay is there another one yes let's talk about Scorpio and Aries Scorpio and Aries
1: okay so that's water and fire so I would think yes like how could that ever ever work that was like my right. favorite fire and water
2: Yeah, well, and, and interestingly, these are both very bold personalities, very bold, very strong personalities, very kind of um, headstrong, sure of themselves. Um, You know, I think of these as kind of like the alpha personalities, right, that you see, Um, which is also kind of why I love this, because I know a lot of people, especially if they have that really strong personality, and that sort of alpha energy, they typically don't want to be around a whole lot of other alphas, because that can be a clash. Um, but there's a lot that they have to teach each other. And there's a lot of growth that can come from that as well, because we do need to be able to surround ourselves with people that are going to be somewhat similar, but also sort of have that uncomfortability to teach us and and push us out of that comfort zone. Um, so so that's, Aries, that, was, that was Aries and Scorpio. Yes. Okay. So Aries, while they are um, really upfront and open, Scorpios are a little bit more um, private and secretive, even though they're both bold. So you kind of get that where um, Aries is able to teach Scorpio how to open up. Um, And mostly that's about like some emotional stuff. Scorpios will talk a lot about themselves, but don't always necessarily like to share all of the emotional stuff that's going on behind the background.
1: That's so interesting because I have a Scorpio friend from my childhood. And yeah, she would always ask me questions about myself, but never, and whenever I would try to get it back to her, she would deflect. And I don't yes. know, you know, it wasn't like a, a, a mean thing. It was just, I, she's always been like that. And I guess that's yeah. that's a generalization about a Scorpio, right?
2: Yes, it is. It's a lot more of that, that kind of being private with those things that they see to be more personal. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Aries is able to sort of help with that and help teach how to open up. Because Aries is, they are typically very open with their emotions. They are an open book. They are going to pour out everything if you want to hear it. Like it's all there. So it's it's very different, which is also something that can make Scorpio feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes. Some Scorpios are like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. This is a lot. It's so, a lot.
1: So that sounds like a very intense pairing because of it the, is, al- the alpha part and everything. That sounds like, whoa, you've got to be yes. really like buckle
2: up for that one. Yes, exactly. It's wow. a very, very sort of, fiery and bold kind of pairing um and and Scorpio is also the thing that I like um about the fact that Scorpio is a lot more um kind of secretive and um protective of a lot of their personal things they're able to teach Aries how to kind of dial it back a little bit as well that like hey sometimes it might actually be good to to save some things. You know, you don't always have to tell everyone your full life story the minute that you meet them, you know, and give them that balance too, you know. I
1: yeah, I'm actually I'm thinking of my mom who's an Aries and the the Scorpios that I know. And yes, it does. When I think about that, it does. My mom's yeah. a big sharer.
2: Yeah. She <laughs> <Yes. laughs> doesn't hold anything back. <laughs> I love that. I'm you know, I I have a little bit of that myself as well, but with a little bit more of the balance too. Because <laughs> yeah. as I've mentioned, I Don't always have an easy time expressing my emotions publicly. (laughs) I know I'm I'm
1: I'm the same way. I am. What's another pairing?
2: So we've got Pisces and Libra. I also love this one. I'm probably going to end up saying I love them all because I I really do. Um, This is a really interesting one because again, you've got Pisces who is really emotional, really creative. Um, Libras also often tend to sort of keep their emotions personal or even hide their emotions. Sometimes they don't necessarily want people to know what they're thinking. They like being able to kind of have that power um, and be able to have that internally. Um, And so Pisces is really able to teach Libras how to work through those emotions instead of bottling them up, um, because a lot of Libras do tend to bottle up their emotions, and and it is a really helpful thing for them to be able to learn from that. Um, but Libras are also very balanced; um, yeah, they that, have some
1: that. What is it? The weights? The the. The balancing Uh, weights or something like that. I always forget what that's
2: called. Yes. (laughs) And so they do have a lot of creativity, but they also balance that as well with a lot of that more logical thinking. Um, They're just a very balanced person in general. And so they're able to kind of uh, teach that to Pisces because Pisces can kind of have their head in the clouds sometimes. So Libra is able to ground a bit more and say, oh, this is wonderful, but also let's think through this logical piece. (laughs) So that's really wonderful too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Circling back around to Aries. Yes. Aries' other quincunx sign is Virgo, which I find so interesting because Aries are very spontaneous people. And Virgos are like detailed planners. Virgos are like, I need to have rules for everything. I'm going to follow all of those rules. We're going to have a plan. Like you're going on vacation. It's like, okay, I've got the itinerary. I know what we're doing each day. You know, I've got it all scheduled out. And Aries is like, I don't know, maybe I'll show up, you know, or like, let's just go do this other thing. I know we were supposed to fly to Florida. But let's go to New York instead. That sounds great, you know. It's, yes, yes, yeah. Which is a, a such such a wonderful dynamic because um, I think both people really are able to benefit from learning from the other one. With it's wonderful to be spontaneous, Aries. That is so beautiful, and also you can be spontaneous and have structure to it. You can have a balance there of those two things, which can be a really good thing for Aries to kind of learn and bring into their life. It makes things a bit less hectic for them. Um, A lot of things that I hear from Aries that I know is um, it can feel overwhelming sometimes. You know, you've got all these ideas and you've got all of these things that you want to do. And then sometimes because it is all about spontaneity, it can get messy and you're not quite sure where to go with that next. Um, And on the flip side with Virgo's, It can get a little bit uh, anxiety sort of giving to have all of that, what are the rules? I gotta follow the rules all of the time. And so being able to have somebody to balance you out to say, you know what, it's okay every once in a while to not have every single minute planned or to not have to follow all of the rules. Let's look at what rules are okay to break. (laughs) Well, I think, I think as
1: Capricorns, we kind of, we're similar to Virgo in that we, we are rule followers, even though people don't think that we are, um, Mm -hmm. because we tend to be a little alpha. So people think that we, we are rule breakers, but we really are rule followers. And So when we meet somebody who takes us out of our comfort zone, to me, I've been there before. I've been with other people that have said, you know, let's just break the rules. And I'm like, oh, like, I need to know (laughs) where are we going? Where are we stopping? How long will it take us to get there? And, you know. The other person says, ah, who cares? Why do you care how long it takes to get you there? Just enjoy the ride. I'm like, no, I need to know exactly where we're going. So it's very scary. But as you're saying, it's also, it's scary, but you need to take those scary steps in order to grow. And that's why I love what you're talking about, because these are all ways to grow and even though we don't know if we're even doing it somebody might be like yeah I'm with this sign I never even thought about the sign but yes she or he took me out of my comfort zone again whether it's a romantic or a platonic relationship
2: yes yeah it's absolutely and that's there's a, a freeing feeling that comes from that too. Once you push past that uncomfortableness and that scariness of it, and you start to kind of get the hang of doing those things that the other person is really pushing you to learn to do and helping you. Cause that's a nice thing too. These are their strengths. So they, they can help so much with that journey. And once you get past that initial sort of fright that you have, it, it feels so freeing. Oh my gosh. Uh, I have learned to be a more spontaneous person through a lot of these sorts of relationships. I've learned that I don't always have to have a plan. Uh, sometimes it's okay to break the rules. It's still, not very often that I break the rules, but right. you know, sometimes I break the rules and now it's kind of exciting and fun, you know? It is. It's like, um, wow,
1: I could break the rules and I'm still okay, I'm still here. I'm, I'm okay. still okay. <laughs> everything, everything around me is still okay. And I just broke that rule, you know, and so we're not talking yes. about breaking the law or anything like that. We're just, you know, breaking the rules, which just feels outside of our comfort zone.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it is so beautiful once we get there. It really <laughs> is. Do we have more pairings? We do. Yes. Um. So let's go on to Libra and Taurus. Um, so Taurus is, of course, you've got an earth sign, very self assured. Um, Tauruses are a little bit still very much, um, with rules, you know, of course you kind of get that with all of the earth signs. We like our rules. We like our plans. Um, Taurus is a little bit more on the other end of things where they're already a little bit more willing to break some rules and whatnot. Um, but they're very self-assured. They're very bold people. Um, Libras are very diplomatic and tend to be peacekeepers. That's a really big thing with Libras. Oh my gosh. They would... They want to be not even necessarily a peacekeeper, but a peacemaker. You know, they want everyone to feel accepted and loved. And um, so that's a really good balance because Libra teaches Taurus to kind of be less stubborn. There is some stubbornness within Taurus and within all of the earth signs. We have. Yes, I know. I told you
1: I'm married to a Taurus. Very stubborn.
2: (laughs) Yes. So Libra, Libra is really good in bringing that, um, bringing the, um, perspectives into it um helping tourists be able to see things from other people's perspectives that also helps kind of with that stubborn side because you know the more that you learn about other people's perspectives and you do that work of putting yourself in somebody else's shoes a lot of that stubbornness starts to fade you know there's i i'm not sure that we can ever truly get away from the, you know some of the stubbornness that we have but a lot of that is is really um sort of fades to the background when you start sort of looking at all of that and looking at other people's perspectives and their journeys and whatnot, which Libras are really wonderful at seeing. I think that's so, this is so fascinating.
1: Um, we have one minute left. That's it. And I mean, we could have (laughs) talked about this. I'm sure there are more pairings that we could get involved in and and hear about. So if people want to get in touch with you, they should, the best way to reach you is on your Instagram account, Capricorn Content. Okay.
2: Yep. Capricorn Content. If you send me a DM, I love responding to people. If anybody wants advice on anything or wants to sort of get to know these things better, of course, I well, you know, keep saying that <laughs> Thank I'm not you. a trained astrologer, but I'm learning. And if I can help people else along that journey, I would love to.
1: Okay. And one last question I have, we have 30 seconds to answer this question. Okay. What does fearlessly
2: authentic mean to you? To me, fearlessly authentic means knowing yourself, staying true to yourself, even if it's not what other people think that you should be and really loving yourself. It's all about self-love.
1: Mm, I feel that in my heart. I thank you for sharing that with me. And thank you so much for sharing all this information, Tara. It's been such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been absolutely lovely. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you too and to everybody out there. Yes, everybody (laughs) have a wonderful Valentine's Day. And I hope that there is love in the air for you. And thank you for joining us today on Fearlessly Authentic.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.